Welcome to episode 325 of the Parkrun Adventures podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spake and I am joining from Dorawal country. Sleepy Dorawal country? It is for me. <laughs> it is for me. Oh, I could do with the coffee, Mel. How are you? Oh, I am as tired as you are. So yeah. tired. This is the sleepy podcast. We'll have to try and keep each other awake. That's right. That's right. This is definitely a podcast for your slow tempo runs, walks, <laughs> crawls, or to help you drift off to sleep. <laughs> Some people do listen when they go to bed and then they fall asleep. I used to do that. I used to do that yeah. when I used to listen to Scott and Mel. If it was a late release in the evening, I'd be so excited. Mm. I wouldn't want to wait till morning. So I'd go mm. to bed and pop the headphones on and then fall straight asleep and miss the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I've, I have listened and fallen asleep, but it's usually when I'm on the train, when I'm stationary and whenever I'm stationary, I fall asleep. So, yeah. But more often it was always a case of listening whilst jogging. Brendan Peel always says I send Jodie to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, Jody's already asleep. Wake up, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. How, yes. Okay, let, let's, let's get the uh, tempo up a little bit. Okay. And why don't you tell us about your adventure? Well, yes, yes. It was a familiar adventure for me this parkrun day just gone. As I was down the coast from my home, I was down in neighbouring Ewan country in a sleepy little coastal town called Lake Conjola and staying with Kathy and the extended family for the annual Lake Conjola getaway that she and the family have been doing for a good three decades or so. And naturally that left me in a bit of a midway point uh, between park runs and a little bit of travel because there aren't a lot of park runs on the New South Wales South Coast and I have visited any of those within a good two hours driving range of Lake Conjola. So didn't have a lot of time. The holiday was the slightly more abridged version. So I opted to go south to Batemans Bay Park Run, which is the second nearest park run and about one hour south of where I was staying. Quite a civilised distance in your book, I know, Mel. Um, <laughs> going to the corner store <laughs> and, yeah, enjoyed a nice, sunny, warm morning on the water's edge down in beautiful Batemans Bay and uh, the park run that I've now been to four times, which uh, as a course, for those that haven't been there, highly recommend it. It's a lovely flat course, um, real flat, just for those that might want to point out technicalities, actually flat. <laughs> and I would describe it as a two-lap double out and back, which means starting somewhere about one quarter into the two extremities and running along the coastal path, bit of grass, bit of concrete to town, returning, running back past the start area to the end of a a pier or something like that, really a break wall, and then back past the start finish and et cetera, et cetera. You've done two laps, you finish on the grass, wonderful team, lots of junior volunteers, which was lovely to see, and um, our familiar face ran up. So uh, Karen from the Shell Harbour team, Ran in off the road. <laughs> I was, was going to guess Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the beat gives it away. <laughs> yeah, you'd always recognise Darwin. She's uh, yeah, she's hard to disguise. But uh, no, this was Karen, and I, I 
was a little surprised. I had no idea she was in the area, but it was nice to see a familiar face and um, a nice run. That's good. So it does yeah. prompt me to ask how big a town is Lake Conjola and what are the potentials there? <laughs> well, uh, to answer your first question, uh, you might hear some tapping in the background. Lake Conjola has <laughs> a population, according to the 2016 census, uh, a permanent population of 437 people. And that population balloons because the town includes two caravan parks, quite sizable ones, and a number of holiday accommodation places. So we stay in a lovely little house that's on the edge of the inlet, which joins the relatively large lake and the beach, uh, which links it with the Pacific Ocean. There were times where the lake was completely closed off, but it has been open for some time. And it's a wonderful destination. In terms of potential parkrun venues, I would say that there would be a reasonable chance if people wanted to do it uh, because it's one of those towns with the water's edge where the houses are set back. So aside from the fact that you'd be navigating kangaroo poo, the occasional tap, <laughs> um, some... <laughs> some rocks and tree roots, um, great hazards for little kids. I think you could you could manage potentially a single lap. I haven't measured it. And alternatively, there are some wonderful beaches you can run on. We all love running on sand. Uh, there are some great tracks, but the, uh, they are a little overgrown and some of them are, I believe, shared with vehicles. So plenty of opportunities. So for all you listeners in Lake Conjola... <laughs> <laughs> um, would, would highly recommend it, but it would close a gap. It would absolutely close a gap. And what I didn't mention was Huskisson Park Run was paused for the week uh, due to the Husky try, I think, was this particular event happening uh, that pr prevented a few people from park running down in the Huskisson area this last park run day. It did, didn't it? The office it lady did. was doing a naughty. That's right. That's right. So uh, I'm glad you asked, Mel. And look, it was relatively warm, so you would have loved it. Ah, yes. Well, leading into my weekend, are we? <laughs> we are. We are. Oh, well, I'll close mine out. Uh, grabbed a bacon and egg roll and a coffee from JJ's Cafe. I remember the, the cafe. And um, what else did I notice? There was a jet boating um, you know, tourist uh, attraction right next to the finish line. So there's, there's a couple of tourist tips. It's no Mel's report, but that's my best effort. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, thank you. All righty. Well, shall we move on to me now? <laughs> yes, I'd love to hear about yours. <laughs> when I'm just not going with the flow. Okay, so on Friday I headed to Kingston South East in South Australia on the traditional lands of the Ngurundjeri people. Kingston is located 297 kilometres southeast of Adelaide and is a substantial port famous for its lobsters. As we have previously mentioned, it also happens to be the home of the big lobster named Larry, one of those wonderfully quirky bigs which Australians seem to love to build. Mm -hmm. According to Wikipedia, the main industries are fishing, winemaking, sheep and cattle farming and recreation, the district having a large influx of tourists during holiday periods throughout the year. Not dissimilar to Lake Conjola. 
I made that bit up. On the shores of Lacepede Bay, Kingston Southeast is home to the Cape Jaffa Lighthouse, which was moved to its current location from its former location on Margaret Brock Reef and now operates as a museum. And an amazing jetty, which is now over 100 years old and is still being used. I took my small tent for the overnight trip and camped in the local caravan park, which is about a kilometre from the Mariah Creek Park Run, which is located adjacent to the RV park and opposite the aforementioned jetty. Now, I didn't want to get the RV park confused with the caravan park. I don't have an RV, so I couldn't stay there. Oh. So I guess there's rules for RV parks. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, anyway, the courses run on a relatively flat bitumen path and loops around the Mariah Creek Reserve twice. I was one of 74 finishers for event number three, which was supported by 13 volunteers, and it was my 175th different event and 22nd in South Australia. I didn't actually chat to anyone on this visit, although the atmosphere was very friendly and I overheard other tourists catching up and posing for photos. After my run, which incidentally fell one second short of my last remaining bingo number, I headed back to pack up my wet tent. Did I mention it rained in the night? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I forgot to say last week that I just celebrated my ninth parkrun anniversary. Happy birthday, Mel. Ah, Thank you. Thank you. So, yes, uh, enjoyable trip, Uh, nice little, like, seaside town. Lots of little interesting things to look at uh, around the place. You can go for a little walk around town, lots of little signs on the buildings indicating the history and everything like that. So, yeah, much enjoyed. Oh, well done. Well done. A bit further than the corner store. Five and a half hours this week. Yeah. That's that's always closer than I imagine it, but um, I'm not going to actually call it close. That's, uh, that's quite a trip. I think technically it's a six-hour drive, but I lose half an hour there. So it was five and a half hours to get there and six and a half on the way home. It's like flying. I'm really confused now. <laughs> the actual drive time is six hours. Oh, right. I thought because the world was turning in that direction, you uh, – yeah. No, it's just no. the – yeah. No, no, I'm being silly. You're Sorry. joking. Yes, yeah. Ollie. Oh, uh, but, but- – that's why we're tired. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, and, and in my defence, did lots of other things whilst whilst away. Um, managed to cut my toe, so I might be running for a little while. Oh. But yeah, yeah. Is it a serious injury? Oh, I, Requiring stitches? Oh. No, no <laughs> stitches. I'm just a sook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yes. we also could uh, reference the fun we had last week with Rachel Ollie awarding the OB to the office lady. It was um, a popular choice. She was a popular winner. Yes. Yeah, it seems we should do as we're told more often. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anything. Rachel might pop in again and take over. <laughs> what else uh, was happening last week, Ollie? Well, we have one more launch. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the Parkrun Australia and Parkrun WA family to Jay uh, in the form of Newcastle Park Parkrun. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, it's all happening in WA, isn't it? I'm sure there was another reference that I saw. Oh, yes. Oh, no, we're going we're gonna to talk about no, that that's later. Right. Let, let, 
Are we going to talk I, uh, about it later we, or now? We don't have to wait. We don't have to <laughs> wait. It's it's quite exciting. Uh, we have a theme song for Eurovision, Mel. We do. I mean, for Palm. <laughs> and it's a Eurovision song. Oh, where's that coffee? <laughs> yes. And yes. It was announced on one day this last week. I think, maybe it, was, I think it was Thursday yeah. a.m. Australian time. Yes, that's right. So the band Voyager, which is Australia's representative in Eurovision 2023, um, go Voyager with the song Promise. So mm. very exciting. And their video clip includes some beautiful scenic features, but uh, they hail from where else but... WA. Yeah. The place to be. That's right. I wonder if any of them park runners, can you get me the names of them so I can stalk them on the 5K app? <laughs> you never uh, know. Well, you never know. You never know. Um, they, they certainly could be. I don't know if synth metal people would run park run. Wouldn't they like, oh, stay up absolutely. all night playing music and then sleep all day? I don't know. Is that a generalisation? I'm not meaning any offence. I'm talking rubbish because I'm very, very tired. We're going to have all our synth metal fans writing in. Yeah. <laughs> mm. No, no. Oh, Ollie, that can be your costume. Well, it's a pretty easy costume. Pack your mohawk. <laughs> no, no, but they don't have a mohawk. But uh, the is he the lead singer? I I don't know whether he's the lead singer, um, and I also don't know the band's individual names yet. But he has long hair with a bit of a side part. So yeah, that, that would work. A mullet, even better. No, oh, it's you not can a, grow mullet. a mullet. It's not a mullet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bugger. <laughs> I thought I was on a winner. Okay. Oh, dear, 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 dear. But uh, thank you for the suggestion, Mel. And <laughs> moving right along, we did have some other feedback from last episode in relation to, well, a bit of the height discussion. We did, and it's from Johan, so you get to read it. <laughs> awesome. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> So, Johan said, some feedback on elevations. Running achievements has regionalised dizzy heights challenges for several countries. And, oh, right, I haven't actually <laughs> checked the countries. Uh, they include Australia, Canada, Denmark, Denmark, New Zealand, Poland, UK, US and Zimbabwe. Is that right? Oh, oh South Africa. Oh. Is, One hang, job, on, hang on. Is, yeah. ZA, that's South Africa? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, brain is not keeping up with mouth. Because it's dot .za, isn't it, in there? Yeah, like, yeah, that's okay. right. Sorry, Johan, one job. Oh, but, uh, th yeah, this is based on the estimated elevation via the Google Maps API of the official start of the parkrun on the map of the parkrun website. But many parkruns uh, go quite a bit higher in elevation than at the start. In case of Clarence, it starts at 1,811.9 metres above sea level and then climbs to, as we mentioned last week, 1,912 metres above sea level. However, worldwide, the top 10 active parkruns in terms of elevation at the start are number one, Aspen Parkrun in the US. 2,453 metres. I don't have that in feet. Number two, Dahlstrom Park Run in South Africa, 1,991 metres. Number three, Kralenberg Park Run in South Africa, 
1,813 metres. You're doing well. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. Did you hear the change in my tone? Uh, number four, <laughs> Clarence Park Run in South Africa, uh, 1,811 metres. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is wonder if it's a v- Windhoek. Windhoek Park Run in... Uh, Namibia. In... No. Is it? Well, yeah. I can't think of yeah. another country. It must be. Yeah. Netherlands? Yeah, that's right. No, that'd be NL. And that would be quite high for the Netherlands. Um, <laughs> in, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. In 1,708 <laughs> metres. And uh, Sturkfontaine park run in South Africa once again is number six and that's 1,699 metres. Uh, then we have uh, Witz, is it Witz or Witz? Oh, I'm sorry, Johan, one job. Um, park run in South Africa, which is 1,697 metres. And then we have uh, Rudaport park run in number eight, which was replaced with a an emoji with um Smiley face and sunglasses, um, but that was number eight, just the way the text uh, reads that. Uh, (laughs) Just a side note, just to paint the picture for everyone, uh, 1,696 metres. I hate it when it does that. And then we have uh, in number nine, uh, Bethlehem Park Run in South Africa, 1,691 metres, and Harris Smith Park Run in South Africa, 1,686 metres. I think this is the only reason Johan sends messages. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate it. Um, I'm really hoping for some feedback to my pronunciation efforts. <laughs> send it direct to Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Would you like me to take over now? I can do this bit if you like. The top four in <laughs> Australia currently, <laughs> Australian Standing Stones Park Run at 1,138.8 metres. Walcher? No, uh, Walker. Oh, <laughs> you're doing great now. <laughs> what is it? It's Walker, isn't it? Walker. Okay. In New South Wales, 1,049.4 metres. Armadale Park Run, New South Wales, 983.3 metres. And Jindabyne Sport and Recreation Park Run, New South Wales, 983 metres. And it was pointed out to me that um, they are all in New South Wales, which makes New South Wales... The hilly state. The highest state. Um, and guess what, Mel? What? It's Walcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, think oh I, I think I've got that wrong before, so you know what? It is okay. what it is. Well, shall I do the New Zealand ones? Yes, you do them. Oh, great. The top three <laughs> in New Zealand currently include Talpo Park Run, Waikato at 360 metres, Queenstown Park Run in Otago, 313 metres, and Wanaka Park Run in Otago as well at 294.8 metres. With all their mountains in New Zealand, they aren't very high, are they? They're considerably lower above sea yeah, level. I suppose so. I suppose so. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, thank you to our contributors. Well, Johan. That was, well, yeah. Thank you, Johan. <laughs> and, uh, yes, uh, that, was, that was a lot of fun. It was. It was interesting. For and me, at least, yeah. Yeah, we are <laughs> oh, reading them out. Uh-huh. Yeah. We also had feedback from Jeff for last week's episode, and he said, you called me out. We've got something big at Joe Creason. We'll post in Dazzers. Mm. So we've got that coming up. We do. We do. And, well, 
I think after all that, we do have something else coming up, and that's some roving reports, Mel. We actually have a number of roving reports, so we'll, we'll listen to a few. We may even have to hold some over for next week. But uh, for now, let's get on with it and hear from the people that can pronounce the park runs that they are <laughs> enjoying and all of their adventures from Spark Run Day. Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracy in a tutu, and I'm actually wearing the tutu. And I'm at Echo Ripley Parkrun. I've been here once before. I'm pretty sure there's still that hill. Anyway, let's go see who we can talk to. Okay, I uh, found the right place. Oh, I've seen a familiar face. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's happening here today? Looks fun. Oh, uh, we've got Run the World Day at Parkrun. Oh, what does that mean? It means that. Everybody's wearing their Run the World merchandise and Trav donates a dollar for every shirt he sees. Travis, you are awesome. Good man. And I heard a vicious rumour, actually, that there was Zoopa Doopas at the finish. Could you confirm or deny this? I can confirm. I like it. Now, Parkrun, please note, I think Zoopa Doopa Handra Outra should be an official role at Parkrun, not just under another. So, mm, excellent. All right. Thanks, Tracy. Bye, Tracy. Okay, parkrunners, I'm at the start. I've seen a familiar face, and this person's not a first-timer to parkrun, but she is touristing. I've got Shan. Hey, Shan, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Good. What brings you here today? And please don't say a car. Uh, E-parkrun, and a great opportunity to get out and about. Awesome. Okay, and where's your home parkrun? Logan River. And how far away is that for the um, Victorian South? Uh, so it's, talking about, it's about 46 kilometres to get here this morning. Okay, good on you. And... Um, Tell me, you were going to write a blog or a review? I do have a blog, and I'm going to be writing a review about this Echo Ripley Park Run, so we can get it out there to everyone how great it is. Please tell everyone about how flat Echo Ripley is. I'd love to see it. Anyway, (laughs) we'd better get to the start. Thanks, Shannon. Bye. Thank you. All right, parkrunners, I'm out on the course and I've got Kay Sherlock with me, who is the area event ambassador. Now, Kay had her bossy boots on this morning and <laughs> directed me over to the first time as briefing as park walker uh, because she actually has this great initiative. Kay, can you tell the listeners about this? Hi, Tracy. Thanks. Um, when I went to Ipswich Parkrun a couple of weeks ago, I had a, a brainwave afterwards. We had about... 14 new people there because it was the birthday and at the end of it I thought I should have dragged the park walker into the briefing so that she could target the brand new people so since I've been doing first timers briefing at Ripley or whatever park runs I go to I tend to grab the park walker like I did with Tracy and introduce her to the newbies and that way, people know who they can chat to, you know, being first-timers um, to parkrun. They know who they can say, hey, what do I do about my barcode? What do I do here? What do I do that? Um, now, listeners, I do have to say, sorry about all about the huffing and puffing. If anyone asks about Echo Ripley, it is not flat. <sighs> Okay, I'm at the finish of Echo Ripley Park Run and I found Mark again, who is the run director today. Mark, how did it all go? It went brilliantly. It was my first time and we didn't lose anyone. There was no incidents. It was fantastic. Excellent. And is this your home park run? Yeah, Echo Ripley. I just live up the road, so it's a wonderful park run. Right. And how long have you been in the park run world? I reckon about a decade. 
Oh. Yeah, so a fair while. Oh, tell me so your story. Nearly, How did you get involved? Um, yeah, I, I was in a running group and we used to, what we did, and we still do even today, mm. we do our long run and then we tag 5Ks on at the end. Yes. So I used to run at Ipswich and yes. now I run at uh, Echo Ripley. Do you want to yeah. give a shout out to your running club? Oh, it's Gale Force Running Club, so it's oh, great. Gale Force. Yeah, Hi, so it's great. Yeah, <laughs> so we, we have a great time. So that's what we do. I think it's about, um, well, because of COVID, I think I'm nearly at the 200 mark, about 190, something like that. Yeah. And Oh, I've only I've only been volunteering for the last couple of years, so I think mm. I'm about twenty five or thirty, something yeah, like that. Yeah, good yeah. On you. But I really thought, you know, it's local. Yes. Our whole family volunteers. Yes. The whole family. I love and then family. I thought I just I thought, oh they were scarce of run directors, so I can do it. Oh, yeah. Well good for you. Yeah, thank and you. thank you. And lovely to have met you today. Oh, good. I hope I did okay. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we're really enjoying the Zupa Doops. Nice treat on a day like today. Thank you. Cheers. It's See great. you next time. Thank you. All right, it's Tracy Natutu finishing up at Echo Ripley, heading off in search of coffee, breakfast, shower. Have a good weekend, folks. See you another time. Bye. Hello, fellow parkrun adventurers. This is David in Western Australia, and today I am challenge chasing prime event number 227 at Wanneroo Park Run. This park run is held to the eastern side of Lake Joondalup, with its older sister park run, Lake Joondalup Park Run, being held on the western side of the lake. Wanneroo Park Run starts at a sports oval and is a simple out and back, starting on grass and then running on wide concrete paths, which allow ample opportunity for overtaking. It is a PB friendly course as is relatively flat, with some slow inclines and a minor hill at the turnaround point making a total climb of 23 metres in the run. There is ample parking, toilets, barbecues, picnic areas and a playground for the kids. However, I don't think there is a nearby post-run coffee van or cafe option without a short drive. I have run here twice before. Today there are several people achieving milestones and I will talk to them after my run. And I'm here today with Val and Dan and their kids Ethan and Jonas. So Ethan is four and a half, and today he did his 10th park run. How do you feel today, Ethan, after doing your 10th park run? Good. Good? You're looking forward to getting a 10 shirt? Yeah. And what do you want to do? What's your next park run goal now that you've achieved 10? 20. And how long do you think it will take you to get 20? <laughs> that long, he says, with his hands, so probably by Christmas, I would guess. So why do you like park run, Ethan? Uh, because I like getting the green ticks. Green ticks on the map, on the 5k app? Yeah. And how many green ticks do you have now? Ten. Ten. So you've done ten different events for your ten runs. That's very good. Because I like and get out with my mummy and daddy. Yes, and your little brother's being pushed around in the pram, so he might be joining you in a year or two as well. When I'm six, he will be four. Okay, so he's got another year or two before he'll join you. Because I like going to the park. So playgrounds at park runs are very important on your list of priorities. Yeah. This one has a very good park, so you have to have fun afterwards today. And which was your favourite park run? Bibra Lake. And that's got another very big park at Bibra Lake, so that must be very fun too. They have giant turtles in the um, playground there. Yeah. Do you like seeing all the different park runs? Yes. And have all your park runs been in WA, I think? Singapore. 
England. And England. Well, you're almost a world traveller. And we're going to do one in Japan. So that will be four countries for a person who's four. under four. <laughs> and how about you, Val? We've talked to your son. What's your parkrun journey like? Um, we've had a really good parkrun journey, uh, literally, around Australia. Um, we came to WA you know, about 18 months ago now and travelled rurally all around the outskirts, trying to complete the ones on the outside of WA to going all the way up to Port Hedland and then round to Kalgoorlie and down to the south in Albany and round to Bunbury and um, saw some amazing sights and we were travelling round and working as we went but the places we chose to work were pretty much based on where there was a park run <laughs> to get in our priorities um, and then finishing up in Perth and um, we've been here for a year now and just every week going to a different one trying to find you know figuring out a new suburb in the city and what that has to offer and it's really helped us to get to know Perth really well by going to different park runs and seeing new places and new people so it's been a great adventure. Yes that's how I've used my park run journey as well I've seen so many different suburbs in Queensland and New South Wales and now WA so it gets you out to places you'd never go any other way. Yeah definitely I, I, I think it's um, one of the big positives that you can explore even within your own city um, and go to places you wouldn't have otherwise gone. And what's your next challenge Val? Well we currently try to work up to a hundred different park runs not far off now um, and um, we're completing the alphabet we've just got V and I've found a conference that I, I actually really want to go to the conference but it happens to be in Adelaide which is perfect because we book flights to go there and it means we can get the V part run done there because there isn't any V's in WA and then we'll be done for the alphabet so that'll be good. Yes yeah, so I did Victor Harbour well, probably five years ago and that's a really nice park run along the river uh, the water's edge um, so it's very scenic and there's lots of potential things there for the kids to do as well perfect yeah we're looking forward to it and, and just going to see it again just going to see a new place that'll be good and we've um, got a trip booked to japan coming up so we'll hopefully get a few park runs done there as well if we can decipher the course description that's all in japanese figure out how to get there but That'll be quite an adventure. Yes, that's the wonderful thing about parkrun, it's universal, so across so many different countries with the same concept. So best of luck with all your travels and congratulations on the 10th today. Thanks very much, yeah, he's, he's very proud. Thank you. And this is David signing off from Wanneroo Parkrun. And next week I hope to get to 2J, which has their inaugural event today, being the 50th parkrun to open in WA. So I hope to be there in a week's time and interview some of the event team. Kia ora koutou, it's Alison here across the ditch and today I'm coming to you from Hamilton Lake Park Run which is in the city of Hamilton on the North Island and with me before we start is Simon Popleston who is doing a milestone today. So Simon, welcome to the podcast. Morning. And tell us what milestone you're doing. I'm doing my 250 today. Congratulations. Um, yeah, so it's been a long time coming. I started Parkrun in November 2015. Um, a lot of changes over those periods. A lot of reasons to get into running, um, mainly for mental health at first. But then the encouragement, the people around me, 
and doing through park runs i've also tried started triathlons oh wow i um, did not know that that's pretty yeah, awesome so i took triathlons and i met got people i want to start doing them and i met people through park run who did triathlons um somewhere iron man level um who gave me information and encouragement um and i spent three years taking it all the way to iron man oh well done so i've done an iron man as Fellow well man here too yeah so i was pretty <laughs> excited to finish that line um and then lately i've been going to ultra running oh it's something so I, i'm now now at 50k ultra runner oh, good job. as well um but my passion is park run yeah uh, always has people see how i'm dressed <laughs> I, I understand well you've got a hula skirt is that park the best run. way yeah. to describe yeah. it park run so pink socks a purple hula skirt and your 100 milestone shirt, <laughs> which will soon be replaced by the green tube. Yes, yes, yes. Looking forward to that coming. Yeah. So it'd be quite good. It's just, to me, it's it's about encouraging that. Um, so now at this level, I, I find myself more, these celebrations are more for the people coming up to see what you can achieve, mm. what we do, um, and who's around. It's just the people. It's yeah. The people's so good. Have you been around since the very early days then of Hamilton Lake? Um, I wasn't at the start. I'm not 100% sure when it started. I think it was about a year or two before me. Yeah. So what got you started here? Um, so I was drinking one day. Um, and my brother in Australia, he, he was sitting there having a few drinks and I was drunk. And he, he said, oh, I did this 8K run. And I said, oh, 8K. Bit of an insult to him. He goes, oh, come over and do it with me. And so I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a man of my word. I went home and I couldn't even run. Um, and so that was at the start of the year and then what happened was I just got hooked and went back did my 8k very badly and just from there just built and then I found park run and just really encouraged me every week to be out there moving Um, and then through a running club and park run I started helping people Um, and what really encourages me and I love just seeing people grow Mm. and seeing their running get faster and problem is a lot of the young ones they soon run faster than me so i have to leave them because <laughs> i can't keep up anymore <laughs> so you and cindy um your wife you are both adventurers yourselves you're on the new zealand most events table yes yeah they are, I've, I've been a long time trying to crack into the top 50 <laughs> on the countryman's list um i am at, at the moment last week still sitting at 47 that's hopefully going to increase in it over this year as we um, venture out and do the rest yeah. of the north island so the goal this year is to get all the North Island ones. So of the all the park runs that you've done, not including Hamilton Lake, which would be your top three? Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have to go over the ditch, starters, as a park run, Cobram Park Run in Australia. It's on the Murray River. Um, it is a trail more, not a hard trail, but a light trail. But it goes over a little bridge onto a little island. There was the, the kookaburras, the cockies. It was just the wildlife and the koalas in the trees. This, and I'm Australian born, so I really loved it. Um, and then I would have to come back over here. And actually the one that stands out and I tell everyone about is Rotorua. Because of the uniqueness of the sulphur flats, it just stands out to me like anything. Yeah, you'll be in my t- in my favourite park runners for saying that <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but I, ha- I think uh, I don't like putting one for my own. Um, and then Hamilton Lake, and the Hamilton Lake's more for me is about the people. It's the lake is a beautiful run. It's really nice here to run. I've always enjoyed it. But what's kept me coming back is the people. And I believe nine times out of ten, the park runs you remember the most are the ones you react with people, and you know it's the people that make it. 
So I believe that's what it is all about. 100%. I agree with you on that one too, Simon. So, well, let's, let's go and um, catch up with everyone else. <laughs> and well done today on 250 and have a great run. I will. Thank you very much. So I've done my park run and I'm now at the finish line with today's run director, Gary. Gary, how do you think your park run went today? Well, it's always a bit of a guess how many turn up and I'm surprised today with the weather we've had. But as usual, Hamilton Lake always, the skies turn blue just for park run and it's happened again. I actually saw a beautiful rainbow on my way to park run this morning. Well, that's a good sign. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and yeah. how long have you been run directing here? Uh, I started when Hamilton Lake was about six months old and in those days if you volunteered three times a year you never had an issue with volunteers I think so I became a regular pretty early and um, then they got me to be a director and uh, yeah it's nerve-wracking but it's challenging and it's satisfying when it works and I know a lot of run directors say that run directing is their favorite role because they just tell everyone what to do and then take all the kudos yeah but it's stressful like you see the tokens get dropped or suddenly says oh they're out of order (laughs) that's not good (laughs) but it's only happened a few times not for me fortunately but fingers crossed then just goes well and this new timing system is just so much easier than the manual way it is isn't it and people can practice at home yes yes we actually use it in our club runs the same app I've heard a lot of people do that it's brilliant yeah and um, we just got to make sure we don't send it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Now, I've seen you around a few different park runs. Yeah. I've so done, you like to tour around? Yeah, I've done 24, I think, different ones. Of the New Zealand ones? Or have you uh, done no, that well? includes a few in Australia. Okay, so um, not counting Hamilton Lake, what would be your top three? Okay, I enjoy, believe it or not, um, Owairaka because of that horrible pull, but it's a challenge. Um, I have really enjoyed. There was one in Brisbane. Oh, do you want? Yeah, overseas ones. Yeah, yeah Brisbane was really nice. Um, you remember which one it was? It was the one that ran out amongst the. Um, it was a lake <laughs> um, across the river. Anyway, I can't I'm remember. I'm sure some of the listeners can uh, yeah, they'll, that they'll one out, but I'll go yeah. through your results, Gary, so yeah, I can find yeah, it. Yeah, you'll find it. And the other nice one we found is the one actually in Brisbane, uh, what's it called, West Bank or East? South Bank? South Bank. Yeah, enjoyed that one too. Yeah, what did you like about that one? Just the people. I couldn't believe the crowd. <laughs> that, that was the first time it was so many people. I think there were 800 one day or something, and we happened to go. That's so. way more than we've ever had in New Zealand. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I'd still want to go and do Bushy Park just to say I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for another awesome park run day, Gary. And I look forward to getting my result and seeing what I get. (laughs) Yeah, let's hope I don't stuff it up. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Okay, listeners, I'm back at home and I've got Gary's park run stats in front of me. So maybe you can help work out which park run he was alluding to for his top three. I'm pretty sure he didn't mean Albert Melbourne or Cairns. But he's also run across the ditch with you guys, uh, Main Beach, South Bank, Redcliffe and Surfers Paradise. So any of those ones, send your answer to a postcard to the office lady. That's all from me and I'll see you the next time. Thank you very much to Tracy, David and Ellison. A follow-up report from David, Ollie, coming to us from Wanneroo. Yes, that's right. And um, 
Look, yeah, as I said, um, a big week for roving reports. So um, everyone can look forward to Lyndall next week, uh, who we've had to save over for listening next week. So sorry, Lyndall, but uh, we, we do look forward to that one then. We do. But now, Ollie, it's time that we turn our attention to Dazza's. And this week, Dazza said, apparently, it's International Sword Swallowing Day. Dazza wants to know when it's going to be International Handsome Buddha Statue Day. (laughs) Sword swallowing sounds very exciting. Come on in and tell us about your exciting parkrun morning. And first up, we had Jodie Maisie. Wake up, Jodie. <laughs> and she was celebrating a milestone out at Kirkdale Reserve Park Run. She said, what an enjoyable morning. Volunteered at my 50th park run, which I'm excited about. Sharing the experience with some lovely friends, with Brendan Peel helping me celebrate. And we had a photo of Jodie and Brendan with Dawn, Chantel and Lynn with the selfie frame at Kirkdale Reserve. Congratulations, Jody. That's a mighty fine effort. And thank you for volunteering. And we also heard from Cam, Cameron Drake of the Channel 5 News crew, who said, just finished a cracking run at the beautiful Bibra Lake Park run for my fastest time in ages. A super hot long black and a cheeky choc chip cookie, and I'm happy as a pig in mud. No pick, though, uh, from Caveman Cam, but well done, Cam. We also heard from Andrew Turner, and he said, I chased Toc around the Maribyrnong course. He was on the final lead bike. That was followed by a bit of barcode scanning as we had our second highest ever attendance, maybe due to being a Fibonacci event, 377. And Andrew shared an event team volley photo featuring himself and Toc. And, Ollie, we hadn't mentioned about said lead bike role being removed from the volunteer positions previously yes that's right that's right so bye-bye to the bikes absolutely yeah i don't we've got a couple in victoria that traditionally use a lead bike but not a lot what about use any that you have been to I have not been to a park run with an actual real-life bike. Uh, I have been led through a park run by Steve's bike at one stage, but <laughs> but that's a different kind of bike. Uh, and, yeah, suffice to say we have not had a lead bike, to the best of my knowledge, at my home event. Uh, we've, we've had bikes ride the course, though. You know, Ollie, you might have been at an event with a lead bike. Because Albert Melbourne ah. has a lead bike, I believe, or had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you think they had one there maybe? Yeah. Mm, possibly. In mm. any case, uh, they are no more. I believe it is centred around the uh, insurance reasons mm. and the fact that there aren't allowed to be bikes on course. So I, I see the point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, thank you to all of our lead bike volunteers everywhere it has been a pleasure uh not Mm. for me unfortunately but for Mm. everyone else (laughs) yes we also heard oh no that's you (laughs) that is me we heard from jackie o'connell who was enjoying a bit of a frond and said flying solo without my other half at Inverloch parkrun today as Toc completed lead bike at maribyrnong where have we heard that I did first timers duty and enjoyed welcoming Darren, Lucille, Erin and Emily Peed to the stump. And Jack shared a photo of her doing a zoomie. So, um, yeah, great to see. You don't see them two split up very often. No. See, that's what the bikes do. But we also heard from Janet Reed, who was touristing. 
She said, hi, Dazza, how are you? I hope that you've had a chance to catch your breath after being inundated with so many adventurers. I left the mothership Lockhill for the second time this month. I know, shock and horror, and ventured to Moana Park Run, a beautiful out-and-back course with wonderful views and such a friendly volunteer team. Jeff was chauffeur for Alicia, myself, and golden retriever Charlie. Afterwards, we had breakfast at the Deep Blue Cafe where we experienced superb service and yummy food. All in all, a lovely morning. Could I have my usual order, please, Dazza? A skinny flat white without a sword, though. And uh, Janet did share with us a lovely photo of herself and Jeff in the Moana selfie frame. I've been to Moana. You have. You Mm. have. In your adopted state, yes. My adopted state. (laughs) We also heard from Joe McLean, who was touristing and said, on a bit of an adventuring streak at the moment and found myself at Warrington Lakes Reserve Park Run. Ran into Rick from Shalaba, but didn't realise there were other adventurers there. Claire Corkle, those new adventure shirts are going to be handy. Um, Lovely shady run through some bushland and around the lake twice. Small numbers got me in the top 10 and first female. Swallowed a double shot skinny cap, but no sort. (laughs) And Jo shared a photo of herself and some friends in the selfie frame. Um, Yeah, with the lovely lake in the background. And, Ollie, we heard from Tamsin Smith, and she was volleying. She said, I was run director at Southampton with my daughter as my assistant. So it was lovely to welcome a couple of adventurers, Chris and Karen Gore, all the way from Bibra Lake. They deserve large coffees after turning up on such a chilly morning. And we had a pic of Tamsin with her daughter, RDing out there at Southampton. And I like the little link there, Ollie, to... Um, Bibra Lake. Yes, yes. And nice to see some pictures from Southampton too on a personal note. So definitely one near the top of the list. Thank you for volunteering, Tamsin. We heard over in the States and on the volleying front also from Jeff Club, who said, Good morning, Dazza. Our course at Joe Creason is a double figure eight and the top of the hill are three large, we'd call them, Adirondack chairs. Perfect for taking a break. That's our big thing. My daughter, Charlotte, also achieved her 50th volunteer this morning. She was just the seventh person we've had achieved that milestone and by far the youngest. I'm a very proud dad. And Jeff shared a pic of the three deck chairs in orange, yellow and lavender and a second picture, of course, with he and Charlotte. So um, thank you for volunteering. Congratulations, Charlotte. And the pup, is it Pepper? Oh, yes, of course. Sorry, Pepper. <laughs> Sorry, Pepper. And we learned a little bit about those Adirondack chairs too, Ollie. That's right. That's right. Named after the uh, Adirondack mountain range. I had no idea. I thought that they were called Aronback. So um, thank you for educating us, Jeff. Hmm. Indirectly, but all the same. Lastly, we've got uh, last minute entry from Michael Blaine who rushed in the door and he said, Dazza, a late Sunday post, but what a spectacular weekend of parkrun I have had. Ran and paced Mitchelton Parkrun in Brisbane on Saturday. Firstly, I ran with a very good friend who kept me company the whole way and double-checked my math as a pacer. Then had a great bunch of around a dozen runners come in a little ahead of the target time of 32.30 or on time. Great work, everyone, and what a thrill I could contribute. 
a few PBs were achieved by this group and some great conversations afterwards. Then, to back up such a lovely experience today, I was RD, second outing at Des Connor Junior Park Run. It was a spectacular late summer morning on the Ashgrove Flats and a great turnout of 25 volunteers who remained calm under the pressure of seeing a massive 278 young runners and walkers around the course through the finish line and scanned, smashing our attendance record by some 30%. I am certainly on a park run high from this weekend's events. And Michael shared a collage photo from both Mitchie and Des Connor Jr. Park Run. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And thank you so much, for Michael, for sharing and for volunteering. Uh, well done to everyone there in the team. Yeah. Gee, Des Connor is doing so well and they're just getting bigger and bigger all the time. They are. It's good to see the junior format is really taking off up there in Brisbane. Yeah, it's very exciting. But, um, look, th- thank you, everyone, for joining us in Dazzers. Um, I'd love to have a go at pronouncing a few more words, but uh, I think it's time instead, Mel, to award an Obie. It is, Ollie, and I trust the envelope is back where it belongs. I have it right here. Yes, yes. Thank you. Okay, so this week the Obie goes to... Jeff Glove, that is. Jeff Glove. Excellent. Well, it's partly for Jeff and partly for Charlotte. That's right. So, yeah, very exciting to see the the volunteers. It's reaching some special milestones and, uh, yeah, always nice to be proud of the youngsters. It is. Mm. And, oh, can I add an aside? We had a 50th volunteer junior at Ainsbury on Sunday, Ollie. Oh, wonderful. So our run director, Andrew, his yep. son, James, who is also, oh, he's got another claim to fame, James. I think he's done junior park run in every country around the world, which is three countries. But anyway, it's still, <laughs> he's still which the only impressive. kid that's done it as far as we know. Yes. And he also achieved 50 volunteers on Sunday at Juniors by doing the course check. Thank you for volunteering, James, and well done. Well done. Oh. And there was another one, Ollie. Yes. While we're on um, milestones, shout out mm. to Abby's mum who also did her 100th volunteer at Juniors on Sunday. Wow. it's It's been a big week. And, again, thank you for volunteering, Abby's mum, and congratulations. Mm. I, I think it's certainly been one for milestones, uh, one for anniversaries. You could say that would be a nice segue to <laughs> our, our go-to for milestones and anniversaries to the birthday boy. So, Shall we? Howdy, it's the birthday boy here with some of the goings on for March 2023. As was mentioned last time, the birthday boy segment is planned to be a regular monthly affair where we look ahead for some of the highlights in the next month. March 2023 has four parkrun days with week one on the 4th of March, week two on the 11th, week three the 18th, and week four the 25th of March. The first weekend of April comes very close on the heels of March, but we'll save that for another instalment. As we all love a possible party, let's check out the first anniversaries first. Reminder here of the standard parkrun caveat, events may celebrate what they like when they like, so please check all details with the local source, i.e. their webpage and or their Facebook page. This is especially true for dress-ups, cakes, etc. 
The official first anniversaries in March are none in the first two weeks. Then we've got Panbula Wetlands, New South Wales in week three. And then there are two in the last week of the month. Warrandyte River Reserve in Victoria and Jarradale Heritage in WA. Although they're both turning one, they have different event counts with 47 and 53 respectively. If you fancy some fifth birthday fun in week four of March, you can have your choice of four events. Chipping Norton in New South Wales and then Kelvin Grove, Mount Isa and St Lucia all in Queensland. Chipping Norton is a lovely spot and has a great little farmer style market that Ollie mentioned in his run report. There is a fabulous cherry pie at a stall there. But back to Parkrun, Chipping Norton had 176 participants at their launch, but have never exceeded 120 since then. Kelvin Grove had 265 at their launch, then dropped off a little, but in recent times are above that mark now. Mount Isa had 102 at their first event, then broke that record immediately with week two uh, with 124. They then peaked in weeks four and five, but since then they've averaged just under 50. St. Lucia was the home of an infamous launch with 800 official finishes. Uh, Their next highest is a New Year's Day with 450 plus, but then they only have four other dates across their 200 plus event history with more than 250 finishes. This St. Lucia launch was officially the nail in the coffin for large, aka publicised launches. For more on this topic, check out the Parkrun Adventurers on Facebook and read Conversation Corner, dated from the 31st of January 2023. Uh, This isn't the birthday boy throwing bricks at St. Lucia. Uh, Whichever event was next to open in southeast Queensland would have suffered this fate. And now our Parkrun Independence events, those with their 11th anniversaries. Hmm, crickets. Okay, how about 12ths? Nope, maybe 10ths. Yes, Parramatta in New South Wales is due in week two and Riverway in Queensland is due in week four. As with all Parkrun adventures, the Parkrun cancellation page is a valuable tool. See parkrun.com.au forward slash cancellations. This official page contains event cancellations for the coming Parkrun weekend, plus two further weekends. Unfortunately, this isn't enough to plan for the whole month now, but it's enough to get us started. So see you next month with some more birthday boy banter and be sure to let Mel and Ollie know if you have any requests. And thank you to the birthday boy this week, bringing us all the dates that we need to know for March, Ollie. The first anniversaries and the 10th anniversaries. Lots of celebrations. Hmm. But, Mel, we've got mail. You've got mail. And our mail this week comes from Lynn from Cobram, uh, who said, Hi, Mel and Ollie and adventurers. Glorious weekend for me travelling a few hours to Kirkdale Reserve Park Run for Jodie Maisie's 50th volunteer. Top effort, Jodie. We formed an adventurer's frond with Toc, Peely, Dawn, Chantel, Gregory and others all sharing breakfast after a beautiful morning of park run. Checking off challenges on the office ladies' challenge chart, mind you, had to make room for this on the fridge by moving aside some grandchildren's artwork. Created great interest. 
Finally, my own sticker chart. Go, Nanny. <laughs> Happy adventuring all. Lynn from Goldburn Park Run. Stay tuned for date of event restart very soon. So, um, yeah, thank you, Lynn. And that is exciting. It is. And that uh, little frond was mm. made up of adventurers coming from different park runs. So they weren't all at Kirkdale because Tocco had been out at Maribyrnong. But uh, they are located, uh, obviously, close enough for them to all meet at the one cafe. So yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah, no, ab- absolutely. And, Mel, I think now it's time for the Consolidated Club Report. It is the Adventurous Consolidated Club Report for Saturday the 25th of February 2023, a total of 393 members. Now, Ollie, this is the first time we haven't gone up since the previous week since we started the Adventurous Club. So we didn't get any new people. So we must be um, hitting a plateau or what is it called when you're at your maximum saturation? Is there a term? Oh, anyway, never With mind. With Pete. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, which is a plus because we thought we had five listeners, so yeah. which is an absolute plus. Yeah. We do, all those unknown ones that we didn't know about. Yeah. Um, 322 people took part on Saturday at 168 different locations. There were 22 locations in the UK, one in South Africa, one in the USA and one in Sweden. Now, locally, there were adventures at 41 events in Victoria, 31 in Queensland, 36 in New South Wales. I said there was back the front. Never mind. You got um, the numbers right. <laughs> the numbers are right, yeah. They're just not yeah. in descending order. That's, uh, that's on me. I mucked up with my uh, pod notes. There was eight events in WA, nine in South Australia. Oh, that one too. Six in the ACT, six in the North Island, four in Tassie and two on the South Island. Now, a very cheeky New South Wales adventurer suggested to me that if you add 36 events in New South Wales to six in the ACT, you get a total of 42 events Mm, within mm. the New South Wales borders which beats Victoria. Yeah, because they can't escape us. That's right. But, you know, here in Victoria, we don't have to cheat to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Now, the largest run this week was a three-way tie with Maribyrnong, Point Hut Pond and the Ponds, all having seven adventurers in attendance. Uh, I'm not going to read out all the names. You know who you are. But great to see and well done for everyone getting out there and adventuring. Uh, we're, we're, we're ever so close to lining up the number of adventurers taking part in the Consolidated Club Report, so that, that is those completing their parkrun course one way or another and recording oh. their results to the episode title. I was just checking back, and we've, we've cheated around that level. We've gone a little, bo- a little above, a little below. So, okay, so I'd like to see 326 of you this coming parkrun day. <laughs> <laughs> taking part so everybody sign up your kids sign up your husbands your reluctant husbands or wives <laughs> <laughs> yes yes mm. but time to look forward i think mel it is yes and me me i am going on an adventure <laughs> <laughs> where are you off to this time i'm gonna catch a plane and head Ooh north to the sunny coast oh very nice this is actually going to be my first time flying into the sunny coast ah right yes i'm gonna go to kiwana oh lovely 
where there has been a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, a long-held dream to run the Kiwana course. Of course, we did it, Ollie, as a Frito when we were up for Palm, whatever year that was, 2021? Palm 2021. That's correct. The fluffy palm. The fluffy palm. (laughs) So, yeah, we did a freedom run, so I'm very excited to go back there and do it for real with our friend Mel Erbacher, who is going to be there with me. And I also hope to catch up with John, John from the Park Run Party song. Yes, yes. Mm. Oh, well, that sounds like a wonderful Park Run adventure, Mel. Hmm. And what about yourself, Ollie? I will be adventuring at home. It's a certain weekend that I have (laughs) (laughs) in the last few years been uh, at times adventuring on. Uh, I will this time not be away for Kathy's birthday. Good man, good man. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, yeah, I will be uh, yet yet to see. If I can run, I'll have a quick run because then we're off to Sydney for the weekend. But uh, if I can't, I'll be volunteering or if they need me. Are you going to do anything exciting in Sydney? Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, Once again with the extended family, we are off to see Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, the matinee session up in Sydney on Saturday afternoon, out for dinner on Saturday night, staying up there. And uh, we'll get out to the aquarium in the morning and then uh, kids and I are catching the train back, which we're looking forward to because ah. we, we love our forms of transport. And uh, <laughs> Kathy and her sister are staying up for the uh, the Rainbow Pride concert, which closes the World Pride celebrations and festivities in Sydney. So, uh, yeah, we're all having a, a bit of an adventure for the weekend. Sounds fun. Hey, do you mm. get free public transport because you work for them? No. Oh. No. I work for love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to laugh after that, but no, I don't get free public transport. Mm. Yeah. I do on Anzac Day. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, that's beside the point. Um, yes. Hmm. But that, that, that's that's the looking ahead. I don't think we've got anything else we're spying on the horizon apart, of course, for Palm, which is rapidly approaching. It's within the two-month mark, so check it out if you haven't already. The Parkrun Adventure Listener Meetup, but for now... Thank you, Mel. As always, everyone, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. I think it's time for us to have a rest. That is it for the week, and we'll see you all next week with coffee for more adventures. (laughs) 